Welcome to the last 15 minutes safe and mean. Join us as we talk about the stock market, the economy, the latest headlines, and our daily lives. Recorded live during the last 15 minutes of the market and posted right after the closing bell. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Safe and mean may retain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the last fifteen with Safe and Amin. And today we have a very special guest. Introduce yourself, sir. My name is Sami Abdelhak, and uh, I met Amin and Safe during school, and we've been at it for a while now. I your name so was I'm excited to be here. Isn't your name Mohammed? Yeah, my full name is Mohammed Sami Abdelhak, but I, I leave it out so people leave. Wow. <laughs> The, the racism side of this just, just out, of, out of curiosity how close are your lips to the mic right now my i have my headphones wow. on so they're oh, very close good, solid headphones what, what kind of headphones are those they are the the ones that come with a google pixel i'm not sure on google yeah i'm on that's, i'm on google ticker g o o g will uh, long google I mean, why were you late showing up to the show? Was, uh, was, was anything going on? Um, yes, there was something going on. Uh, okay, to share. So I thought I had sold some puts on uh, CCL, Caribbean Cruise. But apparently I was long the call. So that was a, a loss of about 300 bucks. But uh, that's okay. So you fat fingered the trade. In the worst way possible. <laughs> yeah, things happen. But I mean, on April 17th, if everything goes as planned, that's about 5,500 US dollars. So that should be good. Wait, so did you end up, uh, after you closed the long puts, did you end up shorting them? No. To try and make up the loss? No, but I'm considering closing, uh, selling another put on American just before market close. But we'll see how that goes. Oh, American Airlines. Mm-hmm. Speaking of airlines, actually, that's the reason why we have Sammy on the show today. Ameri- American Airlines and other airlines have been hit very heavily today. But Sammy thinks they're going to get lower. Sammy, what are your thoughts? So I'm basing off my whole analysis and my understanding of the market and the airline industry just ba- based on the virus itself, really. And I think this virus... And the whole economy and as a whole is impacted by the virus. Obviously, everybody's staying at home, not a lot of trade, not a lot of interaction, and not a lot of work being done accordingly. But uh, what I'm trying to want to reflect on or maybe have, have us focus on is the, the economy as a whole. And uh, I think uh, the U.S. economy is very leveraged right now. And I think the... Uh, the coronavirus has or will make it very dangerous for us to go on. Uh, and the economy, the potential crash is going to happen, a, a complete reset. Uh, but going back to the airline uh, question, uh, I think when uh, when such an industry, as, as a whole industry, is, is getting a hit, I think it will go a little lower than this because I think the coronavirus spread is still not realized in the U.S. And a lot of the U.S. companies that are traded or the airline companies that are traded are U.S.-based. I think I believe Delta Airlines is one of them. That's not a lot of international flights. And uh, uh, that said, I think there will be a lot of M&A 
exercises happening within the airline industry that could actually change the market setup right now from an airline perspective. So uh, I think the market will continue crashing for a bit and then there will be some filing for bankruptcy for a couple of airlines, the ones that are low performing and then potential M&A exercises happening. Okay, I, just are, have, I just have two questions and uh, I mean, you can jump in after. So after 9-11, it took airline travel demand to uh, come back with the same levels pre-9-11 by about three years. Now, there wasn't a lot of travel in 2001 compared to 2019. Are you saying that travel demand is going to be lower or will take a significant amount of time to get back up to pre-coronavirus levels? Yes, I, I think so. Even if it's think, vaccine uh, or therapeutic, you think people are still going to be scared I think, to travel? I think uh, the idea of a vaccine is, is, is good, but getting a vaccine actually tested on humans and make it FDA approved and getting it through all the processes required in order for it to actually work will take time. I think that the next step for the the for for just all countries around the world is to restructure their population and create some sort of social breaks, uh, if you may, or some sort of uh, divide in terms of in an age way or depending on your your ethnicity or background. I'm not really sure how to, to break it down, but there will be changes based on the coronavirus and the spread of it. Like the coronavirus will be, everybody will be exposed to it. That's the whole plan. But the idea is we need to be prepared for it. And uh, it will not rebound until two to three years. That's kind of my assumption right now. I mean, any thoughts? So, I mean, I couldn't agree more with everything Sammy has said so far. But the, I, I would just like to throw some numbers at that. Are we able to quantify it somehow? I mean, for, for American Airlines, we've, we've seen a drop from the highs of, what is it, approximately 80% now? So, so what, what's mm-hmm. a crash in your, in your books? Is it 80% down, 90% down? Is it going bankrupt? So, so w- w- when I'm looking at these companies and it's challenging times, I mean, Goldman Sachs estimates uh, that uh, earnings growth are going to decline by 24% in Q2. And that's, that's overall not, not for airlines. Airlines is probably close to 100 somehow. Um, but so is American Airlines at nine bucks or eight bucks a share still not attractive? I honestly, I can't really quantify it from that perspective. It's it's a it's it's a big game. It's on a macro level to quantify a certain company, and the the way you value a company traditionally do not exist anymore. I believe because you're no longer looking at cost. You're really just looking at how many people are willing to pay for a flight at this time, right? So given the high supply, if, if there's a vaccine or therapeutic, people are not going to be willing to take the risk of going on a flight, knowing that there's a very, very low chance that they die from a virus. I think putting putting vaccines into the in the into the equation, I think accessibility to vaccines is still going to be limited for quite a while. Fuck, I and you. this 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 whole thing this whole logistics of vaccines, unless all the companies around the world literally change their manufacturing facilities into vaccine production and PPE equipment, it will create a, quite a hassle. And it will take at least three to plus years of 
of of such uh, of of basically getting the population back on track in terms of a health perspective. But uh, I think there's there's a big risk here from a, going back to Emil's question until quantifying the drop or the crash in the airlines specifically. I, I can't tell you which companies are going to go bankrupt or which companies will not go bankrupt. I think we will see um, a lot of, uh, to be honest with you, I think the $2 trillion uh, funding that happened from the U.S. government to support these industries and support the economy as a whole was a decision that made really quick. And I think the reason it was made really quick is not only the coronavirus. I think there are a lot of information that the public is not aware of that uh, the government has just basically used to to fund the the economy with. So, so so are, uh, so we're trying to we're trying to help our list. Sorry, <laughs> we're trying to help our listeners make yeah. some money at this point. But so, would you recommend that we do not touch the airlines right now and just stay away? No, no, that's not not what I'm saying. I think I think what I'm trying to say is it's really hard to quantify a company. I think looking at the fundamentals. Become attractive for you, Sammy. At which point? Uh, I think fundamentally, airlines are within. Let's look at a ten get in a ten year game. Airlines are obviously going to bounce back. It's, it's going to happen. The, the economy will be refreshed and so on. But I think within the next 10 years, we will suffer from inflation and all that. And we will no longer be able to afford as much travel as we did before, just given the impact as a whole. And this whole virus has changed our perspective of things. Just being quarantined for 19 days, you've <laughs> your mindset has changed, at least mine did. So what I'm trying to say is buying airlines is not a bad idea right now. I think I think back to um, I'm not sure if it was discussed in uh, in this podcast, but uh, I mean, and I discussed it offline was buying in trenches and buying uh, companies that have good fundamental backing behind them or good understanding of processes and low in debt and so on are good companies to buy in right now. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be very aggressive in my purchases. I think it's really hard to price uh, a company at this point because it's just everything's changing and there's a lot of information we don't understand. All the forecast models build our forecast models and take those with a salt, uh, a grain of salt, right? So, I think buying a little bit, trying to understand where this is going, is important. But I would be aware of uh, potential M and A from big airline companies that are trying to consolidate the market uh uh consolidate that, the airline there's market a point that, that we the, haven't the there's a point Chile. that we haven't touched on is the stock prices of these airlines could technically go to zero the government can buy all their debt and they could just nationalize all the airlines because you said the 2.2 trillion you don't think that's enough so so you think is it going to come to that point where the government is going to nationalize some of these airlines in order to bail them out? And, and then what are the stockholders left with? Honestly, I think it's a potential item, but I don't think the U.S. can afford that anymore. I don't think the, the economy can afford that. I think the feds have been pumping Wall Street by trillions and trillions of dollars for the past year or two in, like, in, in basically free money. Uh, on uh, marketed under loans, uh, 
there are reports that I can share with you afterwards. Uh, one report or one one blog that I like to look into is Wall Street on Parade, and it's basically a couple of couple of journalists uh, going at it at, on on uh, on Wall Street and the way the Fed treats Wall Street and the reporting against it. So. Okay, so uh, I don't know if the U.S. can afford that, given the inflation rates. That uh, what could happen to the economy as a whole? News out of the White House just moments ago. Uh, President Trump currently meeting with oil CEOs. Uh, what do you guys think is going to happen? What do you think they're discussing? You, you think he's just telling them to play nice with each other? Uh, what are your thoughts on this? To be honest, I think oil is going to skyrocket. Right now it's trading at twenty eight dollars. It's had the best week. It's it's had a very good week. It's up thirty two percent this week alone. It's at twenty eight. I think, I think oil is gonna skyrocket. Oil is a commodity. When when things like this happen, usually oil will get hit. Just uh, sorry, oil will be one of the things that people would focus on. Uh, just because it has an actual value. You know what I mean? It's it's it's. It's. I think it could skyrocket. I. Uh, I should probably do more research on this topic, but my assumptions are based on any any situation that we had or any crash that we had. We usually see commodities go up, and I know that uh, Trump and potentially the Prince of Saudi Arabia agreed on reducing supply of oil, if I understand correctly. But man, this is it's tough. It's a tough game. I, I don't really know, but. I have a gut feeling, let's say. It's not necessarily a, a quantifiable one, and I know it's not for your users right here, but it's it's an important aspect to understand how oil reacts when the economy is so struggling like this. So the last few minutes of this trading week, Dow I down just made a trade. Point. You just made a trade? Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? Um, so speaking of airlines, I just sold a put for American Airlines uh, for five bucks a share, expiring May 1st. Uh, how much premium did you collect? That's thirty-eight cents. So you're you're getting paid thirty-eight dollars to own one hundred shares of one hundred right. shares of American Airlines at five dollars by May. Exactly, I sold twenty that's of those, so that's seven hundred twenty-four dollars and ninety-nine cents. So you are expecting it to drop more. No, what so is it right, right now? now? It's trading about nine bucks. So between now and okay. and May first. If it hits five bucks or lower, I am forced to buy the stock. Otherwise, I just keep the premium. Mm-hmm. So and that's an, that's, that's another yeah. that's another forty percent drop from today. And what that means is it has to drop to a value where the market cap alone equals the net profit of last year for American Airlines. Is that what you base your strike on? Is that what you base the strike of the put on? On a, in a sense, yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's a great way to actually choose uh, strikes uh, for listeners who are new to short shorting options. So, uh, can you just repeat that one more time? Uh, which part? How you base the chosen strike price, the five dollars? Well, it wasn't it wasn't the main week? decision. It, it was, I just found it interesting. So the the total net profit or earnings for twenty nineteen for Delta were close to two billion dollars, and the stock drops to about. Um, Five bucks a share, then the um, the whole market cap will be equal to the earnings of 2019 for American. And there is the closing bell. We are down for the week, boys. 
not as bad as last week or the week before that, but we are still down. Do you think we're taking another leg down or do you think we're going to be green next week? I forget what we said yesterday. I mean, did we say we're going to be green today? <laughs> uh, I, th- I think he chose not to make a prediction today. Oh, that's good. Everything's down about 1%. Uh, what are the coronavirus numbers right now, spread-wise? So we have, uh, are we yeah, above we have 1. 1.1 million worldwide cases right now. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think, I believe, the, tr- the White House, we're expecting between 100,000 to 200,000 deaths in the United States. Yikes, they're only at 7,000 deaths right now and yeah. 270,000 total cases. Yeah. They're close to 250,000 cases, if I'm not wrong. Oh, 266,000 cases. Wow. Yeah, they added another 25,000 today. Do you guys think there's going to be any developments over the so weekend? Tick- 100%. Developments. Yes. Uh, I think we will see. I mean, just looking at the numbers from this week, comparing it to last week, the increase is quite high. So I'm expecting a continued increase. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. This is this is tough. It's a tough one. Uh, I mean, yeah. is there any point to talking about today's job reports? I feel like job reports, unemployment claims, it's pointless to talk about them now. Yeah, uh, well, I, I see it being the same as in like the same uh, rate of, you know, unemployment growth. Uh, so probably another 3 million next uh, next week. What, well, what was my well? My estimate was, I believe, two million, right? Yesterday, an increase of two two million. Yes, to yeah. eight point six to nine. So, so now it's two to three million. Okay, well, we're off for the weekend. We'll see you next week. Last fifteen pod at gmail If you have any questions or comments, and we'll get to those next week. Have a great weekend and stay safe. You too. Take care.